hey, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get that out of your eye. And it seems like in the Bible, it's like, you know, if, if you can't get that thing that hinders you, you know, like if you look at a woman lustfully, that you should just dab it out. So, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to get uh, Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome, a sanguine community, worldwide community, you part of this tribe. Hey, I am Tom Baldwin, and thank you for listening, all of you longtime listeners, you worldwide audience, as well as you new listeners. Welcome. This is a podcast about faith and adventure and just this awesome relationship we have with Jesus, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as we're part of a supernatural family. So if you're in and you've joined the family and all you have to do, those of you out there that are new and maybe you're from a different faith background, you've heard of Jesus, okay? What he did is that, you know, when you feel like you just didn't get it quite right, that's sin. That's called missing the mark. That's Christian lingo, but it's something that we can all relate to. We we understand not getting it quite right. And so a sin is an archery term. It means not hitting the bullseye. Well, Jesus came and took all those misses, all of those sins that ever happened in the past and are ever going to happen in the future because he exists outside of time. So that's one cool thing to be part of a family where the guy that went the distance for you exists outside of time and that he is eternal, even though for him, there is no time. That's, whoa, blow your mind right there. And so he took all that guilt, all that stuff that comes with not getting quite right, died and proved that he could forgive sin by raising from the dead. And so he took care of our sin in the Bible, that ancient text of truth truth said he took it as far as the east is from the west. That's really cool analogy. Think about that, okay? Because the east will never meet the west. And if it does, it's like, that's the kind of thing that's like, it's the end of the world as we know it. I can't sing, you know, you know the song in uh, all kinds of movies. But my uh, favorite, Independence Day. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's how you get in the family. You're just like, Jesus, hey, I understand what you did. I accept it. I want to be grafted into this family. Welcome, and you're part of the supernatural. So those of you that are new and you're on the fence, hey, it's time to get in. And if you did it, welcome. You're part of the family. Hey, if you're ever in Belgrade, Montana, we meet almost every Friday night. You can shoot me an email if you want to stop in. I would love to see you. If that happens to be a desire at 406bigt at gmail.com. Those of you that communicate with me, I sure appreciate your feedback. It's so helpful and so awesome. And those of you that support me, you go to sanguinefaith.com and there's opportunities to give there. Thank you. And those of you that rate me on Apple Podcasts, so appreciate that because that actually gets the word out about this podcast and helps it introduce to more people. It gets my visibility, helps all that SEO stuff, which I kind of sort of understand enough to be really confused about it. And so if there's any of you that are super techie out there and you want to help a tech crippled, hey, I'll take it. (laughs) Oh, I so appreciate you. Thank you for what you do as we go through and we have discussions here. And I know many of you don't always agree with me. And as you've heard me say more than once, that brings my heart a lot of comfort because if you agreed with me all the time, I would be really worried because that shouldn't happen. And we should have some points of disagreement and we may see things a little differently, but I appreciate you listening and considering what I have to say and that hopefully it plays a part 
in your relationship with Jesus, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and sharpening it and becoming the highest performer that you can be. So you're living this life to the full. That's what it's all about. It's not about me being right or wrong. If you haven't got it, I don't make much money doing this. Well, I don't make any money, you know. Honestly, I lose money, but those of you that support, it helps cover the cost when I upgrade equipment or I need more memory for my computer, which yes, I do, and uh, all those things. It's my heart to help you succeed, and if I have anything that can help you, I want to give it, and so that is why I do this. Do I like doing it? I do. Do I do I love people? I do love people. Do I get tired of people? I do get tired of people. This Friday night, and it is Friday right now, it's Friday afternoon, there will be a point tonight which people that I dearly love, I will be tired of them. You're like, Tom, that's awful. Why is it awful? That's kind of who I'm created to be. I love people, but I... There's a point where I kind of reach my tolerance level and that's just, that's okay. It's time for you to get comfortable in your skin. You were created by a loving God and he knows who you are. And he gives me way more than I would have otherwise because I'd already be tired of people before they even got here if it was to rely on my own energy. Just thinking about it would stress me out. So (laughs) back to the intro and the subject matter today, we want to talk about the scripture when Jesus talks about how we often overlook the sin in our own life and we micro-focus on the sin in somebody else's life. And this is just kind of a continuation. And we're kind of winding down on this series about sin, righteousness, our standing with God, and, you know, how we live with all these different various scriptures and how they interplay together and what happens with all of that. And so just a quick review, if you haven't listed, there's, listened, there's one thing that makes us righteous. Yes, those of you that have been listening or those of you that are new and you just know this, it is Jesus. It's no performance of ourselves. There's one thing that gives us right standing and makes us righteous. It is Jesus accepting the work that Jesus did. That alone makes us righteous. So if we sin and we have that, we are still righteous and we are still in right standing. Now, what is sin? We talked about at the intro, sin is missing the mark. It's an archery term that actually talks about anything outside the bullseye is a sin. And so the ideal in our life, when we go about relationships or the how we act throughout the day, we always want to hit the bullseye and anything other than that is sin. So we obviously have sin in our lives and, you know, some sin is farther away from the bullseye, but it's still a sin. It's not called extra sin. It's just still sin and sin according to the Bible, and it's true because we've all experienced this, as we sin, we feel the bite of death that sin carries and that every sin carries a little death, a little toxin that poisons us, that slows us down a little bit, that gives us an icky feeling, however you want to deal with that. But it does not affect our right standing with God. It could affect how soon we go see God, as we've talked about from my perspective, my eating habits. Maybe you have a drug habit. Maybe you have an alcoholic habit and you're in right standing with God, but you're going to meet him face to face sooner because of the death that's involved in your life that does doesn't take away from your right standing, but it is going to have other consequences because sin does have consequences. And God still provides for right standing and he has grace for our sin. But as we've talked about in the last episode, he also, there's a way out. And that as we have Jesus and we have done the death to life thing with Jesus, that we no longer are controlled by the power of sin. There is a way and a path Way out. So that's all stuff that we've talked about. And it was kind of a quick review, although I'm looking at the time and not a very quick review. 
But the scripture Jesus talked about, and uh, I believe it's in Matthew, but you can find it. And the name of this episode is, is probably going to be called Logjammer because I, I don't know. I just kind of like that. And, you know, the scripture talks about, you know, focusing when you see something in somebody else's eye and it's just like, oh, you know, I see this sin. This is what Jesus is referring to, the sin in your life. Okay. Since sin, and Jesus is obviously making an example here, but he's like, you can't see the log in front of your own eye or the forest that you're standing in as you're trying to take the speck out of your brother's eye. How can you do that? Because you're standing in a forest of trees that's ahead of you. And so this scripture is all about personal accountability. And so it is not about one sin being bigger than another sin. It's just Jesus is pretty aware, and I think this is pretty telling, and most of you out there who have experience know this is true. If you recognize sin in somebody else's life and you you feel pretty open about talking about it and, you know, confronting it, because I'll tell you, somebody that's introspective and has a deep relationship with God usually is highly reluctant to confront somebody about their sin because they feel the weight of their own sin and their own shortcomings, and they have their own struggles with, you know, accepting the truth that we have right standing with God outside of our sin, but the weightiness of, of you know, dealing with our own sin causes us not to want to confront somebody. So chances are, and if this is you, <laughs> I don't know, just take the spotlight and go with it, okay? Because the Holy Spirit is good. And even if the heat's getting turned up on you and you're like, that's totally me, just go with it because it always has good endings with the Holy Spirit. But if that's you and you can easily talk about somebody else's sin spotlighting, you're like, oh, I'll go confront them about their sin. I don't have any problem with that. This is what you say. Man, I'm going to tell you the chances are really good, like 100% that you have some serious stuff in your life that you need to take a look at and you need to be introspective. So there's there's kind of a key. This is Jesus giving us a little, he's giving us a finder tool here. It's like how to find when you have huge sin in your life that you can't see. And one of those ways, if you're seeing sin in other people's lives, and I know this is kind of a little... Um, backwards from what the scripture talks about, but I found this to be true, not backwards, but it's it's kind of like a little trick or a puzzle is that for some reason, our spidey senses about somebody else's sin is fueled by the own obvious blatant thing that's right in front of us. So if you're seeing sin in other people's lives and you're highlighting and you're feeling intensity, like you really want to deal with it, I'll tell you what the moment is right now for you. It is this, Holy Spirit, Will you please just show me what's going on in my life so I can take care of what needs to take care of, so I can be more well-equipped to help my brother and sister if they so need it. Okay, you're probably thinking, Tom, I don't know. Okay, let me just tell you this. As being a former control freak, a practitioner of dark psychology and manipulating people, man, I got to tell you, this is so true. If you're seeing sin in other people's lives, I'm just going to tell you, you got stuff to deal with. I, if I, <laughs> I know that I'm not wrong, but if you believe I'm wrong and you can tell me from your own experiences, please email me at 406bigt@gmail.com at gmail.com because I think Jesus gave us an incredible key right now. And it's often 
how the enemy blinds us and causes us to commit the sin of hypocrisy because we confront sin in somebody else's life. And it's part of the podcast when I talked about how we classify sin. Okay. So as I'm overeating and I'm talking about the couple that's part of the church who are not married and they're living together, I feel righteousness because I believe the sin of obesity and gluttony isn't the same as the sin of immorality. But we already know sin is sin. And so that's 100% not true. And so this is a perfect example of I've got this huge log in front of me, but boy, I can see that they're living in sin and I'm going to confront them as a fat dude that's out of shape, that gets out of breath, that can't do half the things that Jesus called me to do because he wanted life in me and he wanted me to have life to the full. I'm going to confront these people that are in love and just haven't quite figured out how to get it right. I'm going to go confront them in my incredibly log-filled sin state. No. How about I show them the power of Jesus by getting control and getting power over the sin in my life and begin by example to share that with them and bless them with the power of God and the power of the resurrection and the power of what Jesus did and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives by a living, bright, luminary light in their life. Wow, that's kind of transforms witnessing there hugely. But that's too much work, and you'd have to give up your Cheetos and your GMO food. You'd have to become an organic person and not a genetically modified organism. Oh, man, Tom Tom is going to have a podcast on GMO Christians, and that ought to be a good one. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to listen. But the power of God in our lives is the best witness possible. And so if you're seeing sin in other people's lives, let me just tell you, it's it's a tool that Jesus gave us that more than likely we can be introspective and we can get ahead by dealing with the sin in our life. And sometimes, and I'll tell you, if you're a control freak or you're a practitioner of dark psychology, whatever you want to call it, your sin is probably shrouded behind some really false beliefs that you've deceived yourself with and some really... I'm going to I'm going to call it like ugly self-righteous it. Yeah. It is it is conceived in hell. It has been whitewashed and believed to be a part of a righteous life and it is not and it needs to be dealt with and it needs to come clean. And so right now, hey If you're feeling it, go to your mind's eye. The Holy Spirit will write in your mind's eye. And I keep going to this, but this place, the mind's eye, the imagination, the Holy Spirit is very active there. It is a great place to get work done, to break things, to free things. And the Holy Spirit speaks in that workplace. It's just go there and work things out. So as we wrap up here, Holy Spirit, just thank you for your insight. Thank you for speaking words, putting thoughts, putting images in in sanguine communities head to get them free. Everything about this podcast, this faith walk, this adventure with you, all of this stuff is living more free, more whole, the best lives to the full. That is your desire. That's why Jesus partnered with you and the Father, because you want us to have life and have it to the full. So thank you, Holy Spirit and Sanguine Community. You are absolutely awesome and the best. And uh, I love you. Have a great week. Continue to do the hard work. Continue to be that point of light.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.